Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the podcast series. I am, of course, the podcast mogul, Phil Better, and today I'm very excited to have the host of Strange and Scary World and Creeping It Wheel. That's Eleanor Wagner herself. She's the co. Uh, she's the author and founder of Lady Ghostbusters. Eleanor, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Eleanor, I, I, I have your website here. I have a great bio that you've written here, and I always find it dry when I read the bio. So I would love for you to introduce yourself to my audience and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, guys. My name is Eleanor Wagner. I'm an author first. That has been my passion for many years. I started writing psychological thrillers when I took a turn and started to write true account haunting stories in the neighboring counties where I live. And it took off. People received it very well that I continue to write those books, sharing other people's encounters with the paranormal and my own. That's when I established the Lady Ghostbusted Paranormal team. And then all of a sudden, I was a podcaster. Somebody put the seed in my brain, and I started Eleanor Wacker's Strange and Scary World, which is out of the Paranormal UK radio network. And then was recently, this past April, approached by Coast to Coast Network to do a live show which I started called Creepin' It Real, and it uh, streams from my YouTube channel, Eleanor Wagner. Awesome. So what made you want to get into the ghost-busting world? And I'm guessing it's you're not actually going out and putting ghosts into little traps like the movie Ghostbusters do, uh, but in the world of paranormal uh, encounters, if you will. You're right. It's it's just a play on the words because I don't like to say I'm really busting ghosts. I'm actually there to help spirit and get their stories acknowledged. If we can help them to move into the light, we do that. If they want to stay in the residence where they're um, residing, I guess you could say, so to speak, we try and bring a comfortable setting for the spirit and the people who, who are living in that home now. So I don't consider it ghost busting, but it's just a play on the name. Uh, I've been seeing spirits since I was a child, and um, I knew that I loved ghost stories. Everybody likes a good ghost story, but I love true ghost stories. Every time I go traveling to different areas of the country, I buy the books on the latest stories in that locale, and I know that where I live is haunted just as much as every other place is, so I put it out on social media to see how responsive people were to telling me their particulars and the rest was history. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So the first podcast you had was a strange and scary world, which you started in September of 2021. You got reached out by the paranormal UK radio network. Why did they go at, why did they approach you and how did you come up with the idea of the podcast? Okay. So the seed was planted. A friend of mine said, you should start your own podcast. And I was like, you know, maybe I should. That's just a whole other outlet for people to hear about hauntings in the community and uh, I they didn't actually approach me paranormal UK that actually fell into my lap I had oh. interviewed Mark Johnson for my book on his reincarnation stories and his own paranormal encounters in his past and uh, when that seed was planted and I just didn't know how to start I knew he had his own podcast so I reached out to him for help and I said can you maybe help me tell me which equipment I should buy and that sort of thing and he just gave himself freely. I mean, he told me what equipment to buy. He helped me set it all up. He taught me how to use it. And then um, he had thrown this comment, comment out there that said, my, my 
um, network is always looking for new shows, you know. And so I was like, well, who do I pitch my idea to? And he goes, me. I own half the network. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was beneficial. Right? So I was like, okay, well, this is what I'm thinking of doing. And, and he was like, well, I love it. Let's let's do it. So that's how I ended up on Paranormal, Paranormal UK. And then out of the blue, Creeping, uh, Creeping It Real came out of my head when Coast to Coast reached out to me. They reached out to me and they said, hey, would you be interested in doing a live show? And I got to tell you, pre-recorded shows are great because you can edit everything out. But oh, yeah. the editing takes forever. I mean, it takes me forever to edit. So here I'm thinking, well, live show might be a little easier, but it's got its up and downs too because you can't make mistakes, and if you make mistakes, you can't edit them out, and it just is what it is, and you go with the flow. But I said, you know what? I was doing the uh, Strange and Scary World biweekly. I said, I guess if I add the live show in on the weeks that I'm off with the UK show, then it might work out. And I'm not going to say I'm not inundated and overwhelmed at times, but it's really been a great experience because I've met so many people, talked to so many people. I've actually been able to bring people that I've written about in my books onto the show so that the listeners can listen to them firsthand. And uh, I've gotten a story or two out of people that I've spoken to. With the live show, I actually interview um, paranormal groups around the country and around the world. And they come on the show with um, video footage, audio footage, pictures that they've taken. Wow. And so we, we share those live and people get to watch and listen and see. And um, we have discussions that way. So it's kind of different in that I'm talking about strange and scary things on the Paranormal UK. There's a little difference in, in the two podcasts. No, I love it. I love how you're you're still in the same niche, but very yes. distinctively different uh, categories under the same thing. You have... We were talking with individuals about their interactions and from your book. But then on the other side, you're, t- you're going, look, we're going to be the show talking about paranormal stuff. And you're getting actual people who are doing the work in this world, sharing their stories, sharing all the fun stuff, the people getting the in, in the ground and showing them stuff. I love that. That's yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> that's hats off to you for doing that. That's an incredible Thank you. Uh, 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 niche to be dominating. Um, you you mentioned earlier that you've been seeing spirits and ghosts and the otherworldly from a from your childhood. Was it scary for you when you were younger seeing these uh, spirits, or was it was it just like oh that's just part of my everyday? Everybody just there's more people than normal. It was absolutely scary. But then again, I had a family that really wasn't familiar with any of that. I, I've seen from and heard and understand from the interviewing I've done over the last several years with people that have been brought up in families who nurture this sort of thing. They're not afraid of it. But my parents really didn't talk about anything like that. The only one in my family that I knew who actually saw ghosts also was my older sister. And it was just kind of like her telling what she saw. And she was older than I by 11 years at that point. I was really young, and this one spirit kept coming into my room every single night, and I was terrified. I didn't know. I was a young kid, and it wasn't until I got older when I understood that the spirit was really just trying to get my attention that I felt bad. I wish I could go back to that home and say, I'm sorry, now, I, now I'll listen to you, but I, I didn't know. And I was also experiencing premonitions when I was a kid, too, and that was really scary because I would have a dream about something, and then it would happen, and at one point, there was something that was really frightening that I dreamed. And mom said, oh, it's just a nightmare. Don't worry about it. And then it happened. So I kind of shut down everything that I had at that point and kind of walked away from it and said, no, this is way too scary for me until 
I was 30 on the day my dad died, and when he came to me to tell me that he was no longer with us, it was kind of this reawakening for me, like, uh-oh, you know, he was able to tell me he's gone, and not everybody gets to experience that, so I must have something that I should really look into and try and find out about, and strangely enough, I did start reading and educating myself more about those sort of gifts that people have and what I could do and how I could use it for the betterment of spirit and people who are like me. And so that's how it all really came to fruition. And I I do it through my writing because I'm writing these Sussex County hauntings stories and I'm telling that spirit story, but I'm telling those people's story who are living in the home. And then when the paranormal team gets to go in, we actually get to help that spirit and that family unite um, in one way, shape, or form. I love that. I love how you're you're helping out. You're not just, you know, telling the story. You're trying to find a finalization to the story, give it a happy ending for everybody involved. Yeah. That's that's uh, commendable. Um, since you have two podcasting, and you <clears throat> pardon me, I'm losing my voice here. You have two podcasting, and one of them's more relatively new than the other. So you you're kind of in this nice, unique spot for podcasters because you can give a bit of advice because you did launch two podcasts. Um, but you also are still relatively young in your podcasting career. So I'm wondering, do you have a tip maybe for podcasters when they're launching their second show, how to stay at top of everything and not uh, get overwhelmed? Um, well, I guess the first thing is never stop learning because if we learn, it also helps with the time management thing. Not everyone's a good manager of time. I'm pretty good that way. And I do feel overwhelmed myself. So Really try and stop and breathe and organize everything because you've got regular life that you're living too that you're kind of squeezing everything in. I, I mean, I'm a mom and a wife at the same time that I'm working a regular job and doing all of this fun stuff in my free time. And sometimes you run out of that free time. So it's kind of, you know, breathe and um, try and organize that time the best way you can, but never stop learning because those things that you educate yourself with in the business actually help you to better yourself and make your life easier in the long run. I love that. It's a great tip too. Um, I see on your podcast, you use Patreon to monetize your show. Now, how do you guys go? How do you go about using Patreon to help promote your show? It's actually very, very new to me. It was uh-huh. referred to me by someone else. So I'm a newbie. I'm uneducated and I'm learning as I go along. And you know what I what I love about the podcasting field is that everyone is so friendly. We are all helping each other to better ourselves and promote each other and learn from each other. So I'm not afraid to ask other podcasters for help or advice in any particular area that I'm dealing with, and Patreon is one of them. And so for me, it's it's kind of new, and I'm trying to figure out the ins and the outs of it, but I do have a few members that are patrons, and uh, I make sure I stay on top of um, giving them their I, rewards, I guess, for monetizing and helping me to keep the show going, because um, Let's face it, it, it is expensive and it, it, it's not the easiest thing to do and you do need that extra help and I want to make them happy. So that I'm asking them for suggestions and advice 
I've offered them questions. They can ask me questions and I'll air them on the show. I've um, actually offered them the opportunity to co-host with me, but I've not had anybody take me up on that yet. But that's a fun thing. I know if I was not somebody who was a podcaster and somebody said, you want to help me co-host? I would have jumped at the chance. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd love to do that. So these these little incentives that you offer everybody, I give them little prizes, bookmarks, that sort of thing. Give them opportunities to win some of my books, uh, posters, that sort of thing. So these little things help them and keep them incentivized to continue to be a patron for you so that you can continue to give them the best show um, that you can produce, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know. That makes perfect sense. And I I love that uh, that you're doing that and you have that that revenue stream coming in to help you grow your show and also to help you offset the cost. Because, yes... It is expensive to uh, to take care of podcasting and that because you have your editors, you're in, doing all the stuff behind the scenes does cost some money. But have you had a favorite moment so far in your podcasting career? Has there been a moment either on uh, your Creeping It Real or Strange and Scary World that you're like, this, this, this is why I, I, I start. I guess this is why I love podcasting. Well, you know how you genuinely meet people and you talk to them and you strike up conversations. I've made so many friends from interviewing and being the interviewee. You know what I mean? So both those avenues have opened up a window of opportunity and making new friends. And one of the women that I spoke to was a woman named Kathy McDaniel, who's also an author who wrote a story about her near-death experience. And she's like up in her 80s. She's a sweetheart. She died. She came back. She wants to go back to heaven. She doesn't want to stay here. But she is just a diamond in the rough. And from that one interview, we became such good friends. And she lives on the other side of the country. And we still correspond regularly. And just to make those connections with people that that actually, it's not just, hi, how are you? It's like really catching up on each other's lives and and taking that interest in that other person, not just because they were somebody who was who interviewed you or was on your show, there's somebody that actually cares about your life and helping you through your day. And those those moments mean a lot to me. And that was probably the most poignant one for me, making that friendship with her, because it was a great interview and, and it was just a thrilling opportunity to have such a good friend. Oh, that that does sound like a great uh, great conversation, a great friendship to have too. I, I one of my uh, one of my previous guests, actually from season two, became one of my good friends, and we do a lot together. So I really like that. And he's on the other side of the world. So see, it's, uh, see, it's it's, it's a it's yeah. A time. Um, I want to know because you're in the paranormal world. Um, do you listen to a lot of other paranormal podcasts, or are you like someone who's completely in a different world of podcasting that you like to listen to? No, I, I love to listen to podcasts when I have the time, and literally for me, it's kind of like when I'm driving to work, the 10 minutes, and driving back. And it's hard to get my family members to want to listen to the same stuff I like to listen to if we're on on long road trips. So it's very little time that I have. But when I do, I really do tune in in onto the uh, Paranormal UK shows that um, are from my network. They're all strange and paranormal, scary kind of stuff. And I like to look through the topics and and see which one catches my eye and, and, and listen in on that. I do catch true crime every once in a while, too. Not one in particular. I kind of just look to see what's interesting and, and we'll listen in on one of those. 
Oh, I, lo- I love that. No, no, it's true. I, there's not many podcasts I listen to directly. Like, I'm always there for each week's episode or every time a new episode comes on. I like to peruse the category because some guests are more interesting than, than others or some topics that are more interesting than others. Um, Eleanor, um, yes. I'm going to be jumping in here with the uh, w- the uh, question from Spark by Seek Discomfort, the question to spark conversations here and it's the last question before we jump to uh to letting you tell us where we can follow you so the question is if you could recommend a daily practice that my audience had to do for the next year what would it be and why a daily practice for your audience to do as far as podcasting is concerned or just normal life it could let's go with normal life let's just go with the everyday normal life to invest in ourselves Okay, I really feel like life is a big jumble these days and it really involves everybody running around like cats and dogs trying to figure it out and there's got to be some kind of organization like we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. and the be- the best thing I ever did and I write like all little notes and stick them all over the house and my husband gets crazy with it but the best thing is really to have like an organizer and write everything down because when I'm losing my mind and I'm like what am I supposed to be doing today I go right to that organizer and I look and I'm like okay this is what I have to do today or if I got a free day it's like wow I can sit down and breathe or I can go for a walk so having that daily calendar whether it's a paper calendar or in your phone because I know a lot of people use them in their phones it's really the best thing because it actually allows you to live life more comfortably rather than running crazy I love it great pieces of advice from Eleanor Eleanor I'm going to jump off the screen I want you to let my audience know where they can find uh, your strange and scary world as well as keeping creeping it real Um, So I'm going to jump off the stage here. Please let my audience know where they can follow and support you. Sure. Thanks, guys. You can find me at AuthorEleanorWagner.com, A-U-T-H-O-R-E-L-E-A-N-O-R-W-A-G-N-E-R.com. And everything is there. If you're looking for me on YouTube, you can find Eleanor Wagner and um, TikTok at LadyGhostbusterEleanor. I'm on Instagram, I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, all of them under Eleanor Wagner. But you can go right to my website, you can get the links to my podcasts there, and my books can all be found on there through Amazon. That's the place to go, my website, authoreleanorwagner.com. Excellent, Eleanor. I want to thank you so much for being an amazing guest today. I can't thank you enough for sharing your story with us. Thank you so much for having me. It was great meeting you. <laughs> it was great. To my audience, uh, as you know, the links to support Eleanor and uh, her podcast will be in the show notes down below. Remember to always invest in yourself and have a great day. 